Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host, joined by the super friends, Ryan Wilson and John Breach, plus the purveyor of the power ranks, Pete Briscoe. Pete, what's up, buddy? What is up, guys? Ryan, John, long time, no talk. How you doing, Pete? You hanging in there after last night's ass whooping? Jeez. What was an ass whooping? I think he's making fun of you for Josh Allen. Well, he probably gave him a bad evaluation coming out like he does every quarterback he's wrong about. Better than Josh Allen. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button, subscribe while you're at it. If you're listening on the various podcast platforms, make sure you give us a five-star review. Lots of stuff in the feed. We'll get to it later. we got a short time with Pete because of some technical difficulties. That's why I'm talking so fast. But we're going to go over Aaron Rodgers' injury, run through Pete's Host, or actually, we'll we'll hit his power rankings after Pete goes to do Spotlight HQ, and we'll talk about possible Aaron Rodgers replacements. Pete, is this the most like devastating NFL injury you can recall covering, just based on the hype, the trade, the expectations, everything involved in Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? Yeah, I mean, because probably from that standpoint, for sure. I mean, we sat here and, and listened how many. <laughs> How many endless hours talking about Aaron Rodgers and what he would mean to the Jets and what he's meant to the team and how he's rejuvenated and how he's a new guy and he goes around New York City and then four plays in, goodbye. And now you're back to being the cursed Jets. And this organization at that quarterback position has been cursed. Let's be real. And I said this today on HQ. It's the curse of Bill Belichick. He took the job for one day and then he left. Remember? And he went to New England, and on the way out, he put the whammy on him. I mean, it's been going on longer than that. But the reality is, you know, the bottom line is you have so much buildup, and now it's gone. But the flip side of it is you're not going to play a guy you drafted second overall. You drafted him second overall. So let's go see what he can do. And if your defense is that dominant, hey, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl. Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl. Fair. Um do you think I wrote about this last night and I was trying not to be like, ha ha, I told you so. Cause it made me like, it sucks. This, this injury sucks. Like it's awful for the NFL. It's awful for jets fans as a long suffering NC state fan. Like I get it. Like I understand the feeling that you're going through with this happening, but it's also like, we talked about this a little bit, a 39 year old quarterback playing behind a bad offensive line. And he was pressured on three of it on all three of his dropbacks. And he's playing on this wet field turf that Ryan Wilson likes to complain about. I mean, this is part of the risk by trading for Aaron Rodgers. Of course. Anytime you get a 39-year-old guy, there's going to be risks. And particularly, you know, when you're a guy, yeah, he takes care of his body. He's in good shape. But that quarterback position is so, you know, dangerous and tenuous. And you can hurt yourself doing anything. And, you know, they can blame the turf all they want. But age is a, could be a factor as well. Here's the other thing. The Packers kind of lose in this situation because now they no longer get a first-round pick. When you say I mean, it's callous to say, but that's the reality of the NFL. And, well, and Green Bay but Pete, get the, their what? quarterback looks pretty good. 
Oh, his quarterback looked really good, which is why I picked Green Bay to win the division. I, I, I liked the Packers all along, and, and I thought Jordan Love had the, the it factor and the fire in the belly I always talk about. And uh, he played very well in opening day. But again, let's just slow down the roll on everything. It's one game. I mean, really, two is going to throw for 9,000 yards, and they're going to score 800 points, and everybody's the greatest in the world, and every rookie who played well is going to be good, and every rookie quarterback who didn't is going to – it's ridiculous. The overreaction is crazy. If you're making excuses, you're losing. That's all I'll say. What do you think, Breach? Ah, I was just going to – I don't know if there's oh, – are you overreaction from Jets-Bills or just overall in week one? The whole league. Every, it's, it's the same way every year. That's one, why it's one fun. Game. Joe Burrow can't play anymore. Josh Allen stinks. Uh, Tua Tagovailoa is better than Dan Marino, and on and on it goes. It's ridiculous. So you're saying all those things are fact. That's what you believe? No, I don't believe any of them. Put on the internet. All yeah, right, don't, let's, believe, um, don't believe any of them. Well, I mean, what do you think? I mean, what do you? We'll get to the actual replacements in a second, but like, what do you think this does for the Jets' chances? I know you're hyping up, you know, Zach Wilson taking second overall, and that's that's awesome. Like, he they you do get a chance. It is a huge redemption chance for Zach Wilson. At the same time, like, where do you fall? So, like, the sports line model or projection system has them going from nine point six wins. So like, now it's like I think it's like six point five because they won last night. Still, like a. 10, 20% chance maybe to make the playoffs with the win last night was like 5%. Where do you fall on, on, on how the Jets will end up uh, with Zach Wilson this year? Well, that defense is really good, but it better yep. be the 2,000 Baltimore Ravens if they're going to make the playoffs. I, I mean, that, that's high praise, too, because that's the best scoring defense of all time. Uh, they made the playoffs, won the Super Bowl, and, and won it with Trent Dilfer because that defense was so good. I don't think this defense is that. If this defense was that, they wouldn't allow them to go down the field to kick, kick game-tying field goal. So mm. – it's a good defense. I don't know if it's a great, great, all-time great defense, but it, it better be if they're going to get to the postseason. As for Zach Wilson, quit scrambling 40 yards behind the line of scrimmage. You can throw it away. Get the ball out. You know, he does so many things that make you go, oh, my gosh. Now, maybe some of Aaron Rodgers will rub off on him, being around them and, and watching how he works and doing the reads the same way and go through his progressions. Maybe that will help him. But last night was not a good indicator, but it's unfair to him because he didn't take the reps with the ones. I'll just say this. The Jets defense generated three interceptions and a turnover, and there was a 50-yard field goal. So let's not act like they, they look like the Steelers you, out you there. You get the ball back, you're up 16-13, your greatest defense of all time, you don't get any yards. Stop it. I mean, they played great. They're good, really dominant defense. But if you're, you're going to be in the conversation for greatest of all time, you better or one of the greats of all time, and it, it has to be that to get to the Super Bowl now, you can't let them go get that field goal. He gave up three points in the second half. Three Great, points. Greatest of all time is a major stretch, like one week into the season. Like, like yeah. I think, you think you say the Patriots defense might have looked better than the than the Jets defense. I mean, if you want to. The 76 Steelers, they, they didn't allow a point. They barely allowed a point in the whole second half of the season. I mean, you hey, know, we're talking, we get so crazy about the now sometimes and the immediacy of it. Hey, Breach, I want to make a special team segue so you can ask your question here. Pete is what we like to say, moving the goalposts. Go ahead. I'm not moving the goalposts at all. Where's the goalpost being moved? Well, I think you're just saying that you want them to be the best defense of all time and I mean, saying that, hey, look, they should have given up this field goal. But, I mean, that second-half performance was three of the four turnovers. 
They only gave up three points. But I were, mean, those, were those turnovers about the Jets' defense, or were they about Josh Allen forcing well, stupid I, mistakes? I mean, the first turnover, the first interception was didn't matter. It was like a punt. That was nothing. He was third down. He's throwing it out up in the air, and it was like a punt. The <laughs> second one was a stupid throw. The third one was a sophomoric throw. Oh, how do you throw? How do you not read that through and throw that into the hunt? He's trying to throw it into the honey hole. Gets covered two, and then safety's over the top. You can't do that. And so we got honey hole talk on a Tuesday. And so I, I think, and here's the problem with Josh Allen, and I'm going to get to that in a second, is the fact that he he doesn't he tries to do too much. You can't hero ball has to stop. You can't, don't quit giving up your body. You can't run over people. Don't like when he the fumble, fall on it. You don't need yeah. to pick it up. Fall on it and live for the next play. That's always been his problem, and it's something he's got to get out of him. Well, he ain't a spring chicken, so he, he needs to. Reach, are you going to ask him about Tom Brady or what, what's the deal? You're going to ask, just ask the question. You're the first person he, I know to float Tom Brady. You're like, Tom Brady? Immediately. So go ahead and ask the question. Pete, do you think the Jets should stick with Zach Wilson or do you think they should call Tom Brady and say, get the hell out of here and play for us? Doesn't Tom Brady have to divest his interest of the Raiders? Before I, I think the play? owners would have to approve him 24. You know, Jesse Robert Kraft vote. won't vote yes. <laughs> yeah, that's, one, it, that's one nay. I think they would force him to sell his interest in the Raiders. I, I don't think Tom Brady's coming back. I think Tom Brady's done. I mean, he could. Why wouldn't he have gone? If he was going back, he could have gone back to Tampa. He's not going back. I, I, I don't think he's going to play again. I think he wants to spend time with his family. He had the ceremony. No. He, Matt Ryan's the one they should call if they're going to call anybody. Get him out mm. of the CBS. I, I was going to ask you that, Pete, because I saw on your power rankings as I put the newsletter together this morning, you wrote mm. that Matt Ryan still wants to play. Is that firsthand information? Or he is wants that- to play. He hasn't filed his retirement papers. He said it all along. He wants to play. I, I If I'm the Jets, I'd make that call. Right, Matt, and Ryan, the- Matt Ryan could win them a Super Bowl, and he could win one. Wow, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. Would he then okay. be? Would you then rank him above Matthew Stafford? I rank him above Matthew, Matthew Stafford right now. <laughs> you don't. I do. I know. I love. I love Matt Ryan. I'm a big Matt Ryan fan. Uh, our colleague Matt Ryan. Do you, and he also like when he when he joined up with CBS, he literally tweeted, "This is not a retirement post." Um, right. He wants to play. And, do you think that? Do you think he wise to call him? Can he play behind that offensive line? Yeah, Matt Ryan can move. Hey, he, Pete, believe me, no, it, it. for his career, he's played behind much worse offensive lines for much of his career. And that's why he's in the media. He got tired of getting hit. Let me let me ask you this, because uh, our buddy Rick Spielman said this earlier today on the old draft podcast, that whoever they get, they do get someone, that they should be mobile because of the reasons we're talking about here. Let me throw some names at you, and you tell me if it makes sense on any level. Trubisky, Jacoby Brissett, Marcus Mariota, T- Taylor Hunt, all guys. You just give time to answer year. each one. I wouldn't bother with any of those guys. Well, no. Who would you roll with? I'd go get Matt Ryan before I get any of those guys. Mm. And, and if I can't get Matt Ryan, I'll play with Zach Wilson. What, what, what do you, is there any difference between Mitch Trubisky? Well, yeah, you get, I mean, if you want to get a backup, hey, Joe Flacco still wants to be yeah, a Carson, how, do you feel, how do you feel about Carson Wentz? Yeah, Carson Wentz. No. Okay. No. The, no. Uh, what about Philip Rivers? I mean, if he, if he wants to play, I'd make the call. Oh, <laughs> yeah, make oh let's go. Jameis. Jameis. Eat a W. Winston. No, I like you guys, him the, but I like him the why best. would you trade? Why would you trade? I don't understand why they would trade for anybody. I don't like. I, because I mean, you're all in well, on the Super Bowl this season. What if about you were all in on the Super Bowl? You what about Minshew? Yeah. Nah, I mean, I just—they're all—they're done. Unless their defense is an all-time defense, they're done. No matter who right, comes in. Chris, other than let me Ryan. ask you about one more guy. One more guy. Oh no, Andrew, I know who Andrew Gregory Dalton. Who did he say? Andy, Andy, Andy Dalton. Dalton. I mean, he's better than he's better than Zach Wilson. 
Well, he so made a living off taking great defenses to the playoffs. He's, he's, <laughs> he's your average than, he's, better than, he's better than Zach Wilson. But, but he, like, his, I mean, Andrew, Andy Dalton is notoriously stinks behind a bad offensive line. Like the second that, that Whitworth, Andrew Whitworth left for the Rams, he like collapsed and has been a, a I mean, lifetime backup since then. That, that was a little they, bit. His skills have eroded. I, I mean, Andy Dalton was a better quarterback than people give him credit for in his heyday, but his skills have eroded. Andy so. Dalton is better served being like a, a, a mentor in a mentor role than he is in, in my opinion, than like for Bryce Young than being like of all the names out there, the one that's the best is Matt Ryan. And and I don't, I don't know if the, Matt Ryan wants I, to do it. I don't it, know how you think you don't know I think Matt Ryan offensive line though. Because Matt Ryan was you forget Matt Ryan could move. And that's the amazing thing when he was in Atlanta, he could move a little bit and he was still getting how did it work out in Indianapolis? That wasn't good. But well, I mean so a, they I, they also like they also like completely like gave up on that season because Jim Irsay's a, 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 a bit of a wild card. And Jim Irsay made him give up on that season. And and yeah. and when when we went when I went to camp there in the summer last year, and everybody in that place was raving, including guys on the defensive side of the ball, were raving about Matt Ryan and what he meant to the offense. And then we had like one couple bad games, and they they benched him. What about uh, you? Know, would, would would trading for Ryan Tannehill be a possibility? Why? So I can throw interceptions, change uniforms, and throw them for the Jets? <laughs> yeah, no. Geez. I wouldn't get him either. He had a what about it. someone who on Tuesday said he wants to play for the Jets? Colin Kaepernick. Are you kidding me? Are I'm you just kidding saying me? Passing hey, along the message. Did you see the Jordan Schultz? What is it? He has a. Was it eight years ago? He played. When was the last it's time been, he played? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, how yeah. about how about a guy who didn't say he wants to play for the Jets, but kind of said he wants to play for the Jets on Get Up. On uh, on Tuesday morning, RG three said, "Like, did you see that clip? I saw it. It, it, it take him a month and a half to learn how to learn the offense. No, RG three when he could move around and run around was fine. When he couldn't move anymore, not any good. So, and nobody will sit there and say it. I saw that clip. They're raving. Oh, you were so great before your injury, and then he got hurt. And he wasn't the same. No, the 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 faces that Foxworth and Graziano made uh, when he said that were pretty incredible. All right, Pete has to go do CBS Sports HQ." Spotlight. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is the answer. Clip and save it. Put it on social. Pete, thanks for hanging out. We're going to go to a break. And when we come back, we will rip apart Pete's power rankings <laughs> next. All right. Welcome back to the Pick 6 Podcast. Will Brinson along with Ryan Wilson and John Breach. Pete Prisco had to bounce. We had some technical issues. But, man, great job by our uh, excellent production crew in the background. Sam, Nada, new guy Harry, taking care of business and, and getting that Getting that, like, getting that thing, and everybody at the studio as well, uh, getting that handled and, and getting getting us some Pete action to read. Because Pete, like, Prisco reacting to Aaron Rodgers and then reacting to, like, a list of names about possible Aaron Rodgers replacements, just, wow, dynamic. So, great job, everyone, on that. Let's get to Pete's power rankings, though, guys, and we'll, we'll get to rip him apart without Pete being able to respond, which is kind of fun. I'm a little miffed. I'm a little bummed, actually, because I think this is actually a good week to shred Pete. Because he says, and his whole thing is like, don't ever react, don't ever react, don't ever react. And then, like, he kind of overreacts in a pretty aggressive way to these power rankings. The biggest risers on Pete's list, actually the biggest riser on Pete's list, my Los Angeles Rams up 11 spots to number 20. I would actually argue that that's not that huge of an overreaction. 11 spots is a ton. I just think the Rams were too low at 31 before, Pete. What were you thinking? The Rams are just better than that. Everybody knows that. Do they, though? I did. Let me, 
People we, who know ball. Do you know ball? Brinson, I know ball. We, had, we had a power ranking show last week. You didn't take Brinson to task for his Rams ranking. Yeah, I did. We'll have to check the tape here, okay? Uh, I mean, clearly I'm higher on the Rams than, than, than the consensus out there, but um, do you think the Rams at 20 too high, too low? Uh, was that, and we talked about it on Sunday night's recap show. If you haven't watched that, make sure and check it out. Uh, every Sunday night, me, Wilson, and Breach live after the Sunday night football show on uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash pick six or youtube.com slash NFL and CBS, I think. NFL um, and CBS. Well, you, you can still type in pick six and it, it redirects. Uh, you can also, if you go to that channel and subscribe, you can watch with the first pick, Ryan Wilson, the the, the draft show that Ryan Wilson hosts with former Vikings GM, Rick Spielman. Uh, how would you guys feel? What do you guys think about the Rams at 20? Um, and Reach, this feels just about right for me. I thought Matthew Stafford played incredible. No Cooper Cup and Tutu Atwell and Puka Nakua, the rookie. Both had plus 100 yards. We talked about that on Sunday night. 20, that sounds like a, a good starting point. And I think, I don't think 31 or wherever they were before was, that was about right. I, I think the, the arrow's pointing up, as we like to say. Well, I think that the Rams probably had the most shocking win yes. in week one. Well, in the, the, Jets, sense, the Jets probably, but yeah. Well, but the Jets defense is supposedly going to be an all-time great defense, and they played really well. With the yeah. Rams, we had a team that everyone thought was going to be bad play a team that most people thought was going to be a playoff contender in the Seahawks. Mm. And the game wasn't, I mean, they destroyed them. We talked about 12 yards in the second half. That's all Seattle had. Matthew Stafford found some new weapons. And yeah, I mean, Sean McVay, whatever he's doing there, got his guys going in the second half and they looked awesome. So yeah, I agree with Wilson. I think 20 feels about right right now. Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, like, I don't want to just thinking about who's, who's ahead of them. I mean, two questions for you. Where would you put them? Number one and number two, if they're like 14th, do you think they're going to be a playoff team then? I think there's I think there's a chance they're a playoff team, yeah. You didn't say if, what chance. It could be 1%. No, 2%. no, no. I mean, I, I mean, one of my bold predictions was Stafford gets an MVP vote. So I mean, like I I mean, I, I mean, I clearly I was in on the Rams like to a, to at least some degree. It, it's just hard it's hard to be in on them because you look at the weapons, Cooper Cups on IR, he's going to miss the first four games and you're like, how could this team possibly be good? It, it, Aaron Donald may just be that good. Like he may just take over every game this season, and there's nothing that offenses can do about it. And he, I mean, he's that good of a defensive player where that could be the case. And I don't know if you guys have gone back and watched the game, but Matthew Stafford made some pretty insane throws. Like, where would you have him? And, and those uh, were throws he wasn't making last season with his elbow bothering him all yeah, season. Yeah, exactly. Before they I mean, I would have them above. I would have them above the Falcons, Steelers, Buccaneers. And I would move the command. I think the commanders are 14 or too high. So I would have them right about 15, the Rams at 15. I think they're, I think they look like they've got Sean McVay. They got Matthew Stafford. They got Aaron Donald, man. Like all three guys they had last year. (laughs) Um, Kind of everyone got beat up. They were all, they were definitely injured last year. Yeah, the offensive line like protected a lot better. Seattle was banged up. I'm not saying they're going to roll through the season or anything, but, and I think San Francisco Pete's number one team. I mean, clearly the best team of the division. Like they're not going to challenge for that. Um, but I think I just think they're a be- I think I think week one I feel I, I like my prior was that the Rams would be better than people think and and, and we're sort we sort of got there early on. All right, Pete's two biggest fallers, two teams tied for being down nine spots. The Bills down from I can do math apparently uh, three to twelve, and the Bengals down from four to thirteen. Breach. The Bengals, the thirteenth best team in the NFL. After one, Pete's like, never ever react. Don't ever react. You can't ever react. Whatever you do, you don't ever react. Um, 
as a specific instance. Yeah, Mr. I don't overreact to week one, overreacts to week one by dropping both the Bills and the Bengals out of the top ten. Behind the Jets! Behind the Jets! The Jets Yeah, look, I, I talked about the Bengals a lot on Sunday, the fact that they get off to slow starts. They're never good in week one. Burrow misses all training camp. Not worried at all. This is too low. The Bengals are still one of the ten best teams in the NFL. This is, they did look putrid, uh, but, you know, I would have kept them in the top 10. I would have dropped them. You have to drop them because they look so bad. And with the Bills, you know, I don't know if I would have dropped them nine spots. Probably keep them in the top 10. Also, the Jets would be behind both teams. Uh, Definitely. Probably the Packers behind both teams. And that puts the Bills and Bengals in top 10. Because I hate when you say, or someone on Twitter or whatever says, oh, well, this team should be higher. But they don't say what what team they would replace. Well, what team are you going to take out? Or when you're ranking top 10 quarterbacks or top 10 anything, you gotta you gotta move all the blocks so the puzzle fits together. So I would move the the Jets and Packers down and put the Bills and Bengals in top ten. So which team do you feel better about right now, the Bengals or the or the uh, Bills? Uh, the team that didn't lose to Zach Wilson on Monday night. Yeah, I but he, I mean, do we think that the the which defense do we? I mean, do you, maybe the Browns defense is they're good. Yeah, are they as good as the Jets? No, not according to Pete, but that because Pete thinks there should be the 85 Bears. But I'll say this, though. I think you feel better about the Bills if you're maybe a fan, only because Zach Wilson is, in fact, going to be the quarterback going forward, or unless it's Joe Flacco or whatever. So I, I think in that sense, in general, I feel better about the Bengals' chances. But in specifics, I think the Bills beating that division without, although my guy, Mac Jones, making some noise. I'm just saying. Oh, like this about Mac Jones. Classic Wilson. Classic Wilson. So, like, if you had, to, if you were like, um, like, I'm trying to think what the the bet would be here, where you have to pick between the Bengals or the Bills. I, I don't know. Like, I, the Bill, I mean, the Bills also is really, really Who bad. Finishes with a better record. Would that be the bet? Yeah, maybe so. But I mean, also, like, you can, you know, for the we make the case. It's like Joe Burrow just can't beat the Browns. Well, I mean, like Josh Allen really struggles against the Jets. I mean, the, the Jets have had his number the last three outings, and he's been, been otherwise. Fairly fine, although there's Turner. I, I think, I think here's the bigger concern for me with the Bills versus the Bengals is the Bengals have started slow the past like three years, basically with Joe Burrow for you know because Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow got hurt and they sort of started slow. The offense didn't get rolling, and then they started cooking about you know a quarter of the season in. Whereas the Bills have been really good, and then this year or last year, excuse me, you know Josh Allen has all these turnovers. And everybody's complaining, like, I, Josh Allen was Dak Prescott. He'd be getting roasted on Fox Sports 1 or whatever. Um, and maybe they're right. But, like, the, the turnovers coming back into this season and then week one it gets done and Josh Allen says same bleep, different day. Like, that is, that's the big red flag. Indeed. It is very much the red flag. And I think you have to be concerned about that. And to sort of prop up Breach's Bengals, Joe Burrow had – all sorts of issues coming into the last three seasons. And I would imagine, Breach, you were less concerned about the way he played week one this week and week one last year against the Steelers where he had four interceptions, I think, knowing that he's going to come around. I don't know if Josh Allen is going to quit doing the things that Pete talked about in terms of forcing the ball downfield, playing hero ball, trying to win with his legs and getting absolutely plastered and losing the ball in those situations. Well, that's the difference is that what we saw from Josh Allen in week one is what we've seen from him for the past three years. We're just making these crazy turnovers that don't make any sense. Just don't throw those passes. Don't fumble that football. Whereas Joe Burrow, that was the outlier. Joe Burrow doesn't normally play games like that. We haven't seen that. That's not something that happens consistently. So I'm, I would absolutely be more worried about Josh Allen than I'm about Joe Burrow.
Um, two more risers really quickly, just to just to tack them on the forty. What's uh, what do you feel more confident about the 49ers at one or the Cowboys at five? 49ers all day long. I mean, I mean, 49ers should be one, right? After that performance. Yeah, and how how good that team is top to bottom. Like I was like, uh, Nick Bosa won't be there, or if he is, he won't be ready. Uh, they didn't need him. I mean, Javon Hargrave plays on that team, former Steeler. He was crushing people. Drake yeah. London, their second round pick from a year ago, had three sacks. Uh, they had two interceptions, and you can make all the excuses you want. Well, the Steelers face the best team in football. Well, the Steelers are supposed to be, you know, everyone's media darling and possibly a playoff team. And they went, as Breach likes to point out, they traveled across the country. Probably the second longest trip outside of Seattle. Drake, Drake Jackson, by the way, not London. Drake Jackson, sorry, yeah. yeah. No and then played an AM game on their time zone. And you would have thought the Steelers had traveled from Hawaii on a red eye and landed at the stadium and played football there the way that it looks. So, yeah, absolutely 49ers. Brock Purdy is the real deal. And Dak Prescott is basically Josh Allen 2.0 for me. And yeah, Drake, that, London, Drake London, Drake Jackson, both USC guys. So, re, a very reasonable. Breach bot thinks that the Cowboys <laughs> should be at number five. I actually agree with this. The 49ers definitely look like the best team deck in that offense. We we just don't know anything about them yet. Uh, you know, maybe they'll put up 40 points when the offense actually contributes. The Cowboys looked awesome, but the 49ers, I feel like, had the best all-around game. Uh I, I was when you look at Pete's top five, I was more uh the one that caught my eye was how he was able to sneak Jacksonville into his top three. I'm not sure that I'm oh, ready to call gosh. the Jags. Uh, one of the three best teams in the NFL. Can you say Homer? That's a great. I it's, totally missed that. It's a little aggressive moving the Jags ahead of the Chiefs. Um, the week or the, the Jaguars. Well, the week that the or Jaguars the and, or the Browns or well, the, the Jag, but the Jaguars and Chiefs are playing this week, and the Chiefs are favored in Jacksonville. Okay, so let me ask. Let me so ask a question. Like, the Jaguars are three. I'm going to ask. I'll start at the bottom. Uh, who should be ranked higher? The Lions or the Jaguars? Jaguars. That's close. Breach. Lions, are, Lions are low and Jaguars are high. Relative, I'd probably to go Jags. Yeah. I would take the Lions. The I'd Packers, probably have Jacksonville. The Packers or the Jags? Jaguars. Jacksonville. That, that one's closer. I think the Lions are better than the Packers, but whatever. Um, sure. Lions are too low at ten for sure. Dolphins or Jags after what they did on the road? Dolphins. Yeah, I'll take the Jaguars. I don't know why. Oh, because you have Trevor Lawrence winning MVP. That's why. Uh, the Browns or the Jags? I'll take the Jags there, but only because of the weather. Browns. You think it's the Browns? I think the Jaguars. They beat the Bengals. I think we. I think. I think. I mean. I think it's it's tough because like, we saw a lot from the Browns defense, but we still don't know on the Browns offense. I feel very very confident the Jaguars offense is going to be. Well, where would you have ball. Jacksonville, Brenton? Let's just say that I, I would, would have, have Jacksonville five. five. I would have. Ten, I would have them like between eight and ten. I would have them ninth. Okay, yeah. that's. I mean, that's fine. I mean, three is pretty freaking high for the Jaguars. You said Jags every time I asked the team. So why is that too high? I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm just saying it's it's like it's. I mean, I'm 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 agreeing with the. I'm not disagreeing. I said that happened at five. I think Pete at three is a little high, and it is um it is certainly a talking point that will probably generate some buzz. I Did would you imagine give us the, the two teams that you would have three and four. I would move the Cowboys. I would move the Chiefs up to three. I'm like I'm not writing off the Chiefs already. That's the overreaction. It's like you're like oh well, the Chiefs are worse than the Jaguars. I would move the Chiefs, Chiefs and Cowboys above the Jaguars. And have the Jaguars at five. I would probably slide the Dolphins up to six. Browns still at seven. Um, actually, maybe I'd move the Lions to seven. Browns eight. Uh, Ravens nine. Packers ten. I think is what I would okay. do. Yeah, that's that's pretty rich. That's a good catch, Breach. Yeah, that's a, that's a good call. Um, okay, 
What about the ranking? Actually, you know what? Since we just we, since since somebody who's not hosting the show went rogue and brought up the top ten, and we broke that down in a separate part of the rundown. We will now take another break, and when we come back, we will talk about which ranking of Pete's is most likely to look stupid in two weeks. Next. All right, welcome back to the Pick Six Podcast Show here on. I almost said CBS Sports HQ. I don't know why I would do that. We're, we're not. We have it's been. Crazy. Yes, yeah, force to have it. Will Brinson joined by Ryan Wilson and John Breach. This is the Power Ranking Show. Ordinarily, Pete Briscoe will be with us for this entire show. Uh, we had some technical difficulties, and as such, Pete is doing CBS Sports HQ Spotlight. Highly recommend you check it out on CBS Sports Network. Um, I got my face kicked in by uh, one of four on my first week of the picks uh, against the coach. They did some fancy graphics, and I've since seen the graphics where they update them with the record, and that's an unfortunate situation for me. So i uh, got to tighten that up a little bit. Every Thursday at 4 o'clock, I think, maybe 3 o'clock, something like that. I'll, I'll tweet it out and let you know. You can follow me on Twitter at Will Brinson, at Ryan Wilson underscore 070707CBS on Twitter, and at John Breach. Follow the podcast at Pick6Pod as well. If you're listening on Podcast platforms, leave us a five-star review. If you're watching on YouTube, hit smash that like button and uh, hit subscribe. Get notified when we go live as we do on Sunday nights after Sunday night football. All right. Which ranking of Pete's, Wilson? Actually, you, 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 took, you took my favorite choice for this. Which ranking of Pete's is most likely, out of all his 32 rankings, most likely to look stupid two weeks from now? It may not be your favorite choice after I get to the the nitty gritty details of the schedule coming up. Yeah, but the schedule the schedule's a bit of a I went with number twenty seven on Pete's list, the New England Patriots, who are not twenty four spots worse than the Jaguars, let's be honest here. So New England getting their doors blown off in the first eighteen and a half minutes of that game in Foxborough against the Eagles. And then they they woke up. Bill O'Brien halftime speech was all about not being Matt Patricia, so you guys need to, to snap to it, and, and that's exactly what they did. And look, man, they had a chance to win that game late, Breach. Kayshawn Booty, the rookie, did not get a second foot down on that fourth down conversion uh, deep in Eagles territory. So I was impressed. The defense is good. We knew they were going to be good. The offense was a question mark. Uh, the wide receiver was a bigger question mark. Kendrick Bourne looks like the number one. Juju Smith-Schuster looks like the number eight, so hopefully he can get his act together. But I was impressed with uh, the moral victory that was the 25-20 to 20 loss to the Patriots. The issue, of course, is the upcoming a schedule. So next, they host the Dolphins. You mm. better hope for a snowstorm because typically the Dolphins don't play well in cold weather, but it is September. At the Jets, at the Cowboys, and then well, it's the in Saints. two weeks, so it's like it's it's Dolphins and then at Cowboys. So or no Dolphins and the- at Jets. I mean, that's. I mean, look, I, I I agree with you. Like the Dolphins is obviously problematic, but if that defense is as good as it looked against Philadelphia, and I think it looked a lot better. Like the Eagles really should have scored. Um, doing the quick math, like what eleven points? I mean, they were they had, gifted two touchdowns. Yes, yeah, they were basically yeah. gifted two touchdowns. They had a twenty-one yard drive because Zeke fumbled, Zeke Elliott fumbled, and then they had to pick six. And it, like, obviously, they, those points still count, but it wouldn't have been like that shocking. Like the Patriots defense did a really good job of limiting the Eagles' offense. If they can do that against the Dolphins, and I think it's a lot. I think it's harder depending on the weather and what the Dolphins bring, it's, you know, it's just, it's just harder in a different way, right? The Eagles are going to run the ball and they do have two vertical wide receivers, but man, you gotta, you gotta well, limit. Thing. I'll, I'll say this, Christian Gonzalez, the rookie, I went back and watched all his snaps. He had a pretty good outing. Now listen, you're going up against AJ. Yeah, that's great sack too. 
AJ Smith and uh, AJ Brown, excuse me, and Devonta Smith. So he he took some lumps, but he also down the stretch had the sack. Brinson mentioned, and then on the fourth and two to, to get the ball back, he had the pass break up on the slant by AJ Brown. That was I think great Devonta coverage. Smith ran the slats, the uh, the um slant there. So they ain't playing the Chargers defense breach. So I think there's an opportunity for them in that game to to make some plays if they don't have the stupid turnovers that they had in the first half. And that, and that Jets, by the way, that Jets uh Jets Patriots over under is going to be like. 28 and Belichick has owned the Jets, you know, for, for a large, for a long period of time. Breach. So it's, I, I don't think it's crazy to suggest the Patriots are two and one with two division wins and that, and Pete does look stupid for having a 27 when they really should be like 15 or 13 or something like that. Yeah. 27 is definitely too. I mean, look, he has the Eagles at two. And like you guys already said, the Patriots had them on the ropes and the Eagles won because they got gifted two touchdowns. If you're not, I mean, two, two, which of, which of these teams right now are you taking over the – stop me when you – like, stop me when I find a team you want over the Patriots. Broncos. Raiders. Patriots. Patriots. Vikings. No, no. Titans. Patriots. Oh, gosh, no. Giants. Patriots. Not now. Seahawks. I wish. Patriots. Rams. Patriots. Falcons? Probably Patriots. In close. I would give, I would give Falcons or Rams or Patriots, but Steelers. I take the Patriots. Patriots will beat them 50. Wow. Bucks. Ryan. Who? Bucks. Oh, uh, uh, that, I mean. I think the Patriots are the Bucks. Baker, Baker had a little moment for himself. Saints. Patriots. I'm just saying the Patriots yeah. should be like a top top 15-ish team. Top, they should be 15 it's to close. 20 right now. It's 27 close. is way too low. I think if they win the next two games, Pete will feel very stupid about that. I think Pete did that because I like Mac Jones and he doesn't. And he mm. feels bad about how Josh Allen – had an had an issue on national television. I think that's Pete trying to tell us that he thinks Belichick is washed up. I mean, I'll, I I've got one. Right. That, I've got one that sort of correlates to that. By the way, uh, I think he'll look stupid in two weeks. How about the Jets at eleven? Oh, <laughs> that was mine. Oh, you didn't put in the rundown. I will let you have it. Oh no, no, I got another one. I always come okay. with two. Yeah, good. Well, I had another one prepared to just in case. The Jets at eleven. The Jets have to play the Cowboys and the Patriots. They go and at then, the Cowboys, and then after that, the Chiefs. Right, but I mean, I'm just saying, just two weeks from now, like. The Jets are really likely to be one and two, even if they bring in our colleague Matt Ryan. Um, Aaron Rodgers could be healthy, and like one and two wouldn't be off the table against the the Cowboys, and then even at home against the Patriots. So, like, I, I just don't understand how. I mean, I, I don't I, hate it. I mean, if uh, so, how are you doing the rankings? Are you doing reactionary week to week? Or are you just still projecting long term? At- I mean, I'm I'm moving the Zach Wilson led Jets down out of the top fifteen very easily. Like, congrats on the win, but sorry, I mean, like you lost Aaron Rodgers. Like, the Jets would sign in blood. Every single member of the Jets would, except Zach Wilson, would sign in blood to lose that game against the Bills if Aaron Rodgers is completely healthy coming out. Yeah, but they beat the Bills at home, come from behind win, and, and lost Aaron Rodgers for the season. As Breach mentioned, the defense was dominant in the second half. I think they have to be above the Bills this week. I, I mean, I think you I can don't. take into account the whole situation which is the fact they lost their starting quarterback. They're probably only going to win six games at most. It's the worst win in NFL history. <laughs> I mean, the question is, what's it going to look like in two weeks? And I think Brinson's right. I have a hard time seeing them beat the Cowboys. And I have a hard time seeing them beat the Patriots. And so two weeks from now, this feels like a team that's not going to be even ranked in the top. Let me point. ask a uh, yeah, this is teams 25 after they get blasted. by the Cowboys. Not, let me Patriots. ask this question, though. Okay. This defense is good. Sure. Disregarding what Pete was blathering on about because he, he was just trying to make excuses for Josh Allen. There's a scenario 
two weeks a, after there's, there's a path <laughs> there's I can't, I can't use that word anymore especially when it comes to Dallas there's a scenario where Josh Allen 2.0 Dak Prescott comma has a Josh Allen 1.0 performance against the Jets now it's in Dallas I get that but I'm just saying that game looks like a should the spread should be you know 28 but I, I don't know, man. Now, Zach, don't get me wrong. Zach uh, Wilson is, is the wild card, no doubt about it. But if he can just give the ball to Brees Hall 10 times and throw a bunch of screens yeah. to Garrett Wilson, maybe. I just think the, I think the defenses that they're going to face the next two weeks with the Cowboys and the Patriots are going to be too tough for, for Zach Wilson behind that offensive line. Look, if <laughs> now, you know the Cowboys defense is good, I feel confident the Cowboys defense, defense is good. I have no idea about the offense. The Giants, I don't know. I don't think they practiced all summer. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Um, all right, Breach, you got one, a, a ranking that will look dumb in the next two weeks. Uh, after thinking about this very closely, and just to say I totally agreed with Brenton about the Jets, I'm going to go with one, and everyone, half the people in Ohio are going to hate me, but I think maybe the Cleveland Browns? Ooh. Ooh. I, I thought about that one too, but it's like... Are they, get the, the, are they at the Steelers on Monday night? And then at the Steelers, and then they play the Titans, who oh my are god, the three and oh, what are you talking yeah, no, about? Might be, they, yeah, you're you're saying it's they're too low, <laughs> like, yeah. I well, mean, I'm saying that they're number seven right now, and if they lose either one of those games, they're not going to be in the top 10. What if they win and both? I, I, I don't think they're going to win both. I think they go one and one. All right, I'll ask Brinson first then. Uh, probability they go two and one versus the probability they go three and oh, give me the numbers for both of those scenarios, Brinson. Uh, the probability of them going. Two, two and one, one versus, and three and oh. I would say it's like seventy five percent that they go two and one, and and twenty five percent they go three and a. What do you think? You like those numbers, Breach? Wait, in the next two or three games? Two games. Yeah, yeah, two. Games. They, yeah, I think they're more like. I mean, I just think it's like, is it the Titans on the road or Titans at home? Titans. They could home. be on Mars. Is, that game's going to be a blowout. Uh, t- I don't yeah. know. They're coming off a short week. They have to play in Pittsburgh against a rival. You Did get you beat see up on Steelers defense. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, watch Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill I, forgot how to play football. <laughs> I started. I looked at the Browns initially. It was like that's an easy one. And then I was like, oh, eh, two so games are not great. Well, I, I decided to take my most controversial one. I had one that other one pretty too. controversial. I think there's, I think there's a two thirds chance that they're three and zero. Oh. Wow, sixty-six point six percent mark of the devil. Yeah, uh, Cleveland. Uh, I got two more two more teams I'm going to float out there, uh, and they they actually play each other. So this this is why I didn't go with either one of them. Um, the Falcons are Ooh. at are at 19. I th- I watched the whole Falcons game, whole Falcons Carolina game. I think the Falcons defense is a lot better than people think. They get the Packers at home Sunday at one o'clock, and, and Green Bay looked good. Don't get me wrong, but I think Atlanta can definitely win that game. And then the week after, they're at uh, they're at Detroit. So. I like and Detroit was gonna be the other one because they get Seattle and then Atlanta at home back to back games. Like see, D- Detroit at ten could look way too low if they beat the Seahawks and Falcons at home, and they'll be favored by three plus points in both of those games. Um, so really, it came down to like who do you think wins Atlanta at Detroit? I still think Atlanta at nineteen is way too low regardless. But in two weeks, I'm not with Packers and Lions on deck. I, I wasn't entirely confident. Like they could be one and two, and it wouldn't be that shocking. But I, I think they'll be at least two and one. And so 19 will feel too low. I think Detroit at 10 
like I think they'll be top if I if they go to if, if they're three and zero they'll obviously be top five in, in two weeks. Well, not obviously they should be higher than they are now, but I think that's I what think, I'm saying. They're, yeah, I think they'll. I think yeah. There's just not room with the Falcons. There's a lot of room for like win one of those games, win both of those games, and like you go from 19 to 10. Like there's just not a ton of room to move up if you're in the top 10. I agree. Agreed. I'll throw one more out there. The Washington Commanders. They are 14th. Top 14 teams make the playoffs, kind of. Uh, but he had making the playoffs before the season, too. That's what I assumed. You know, the Cam- commanders play the next two weeks. They play at Denver. Mm. That's no lock. And then they play Buffalo at home. And this is after coming off a game where they almost lost to the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona With Cardinals. Josh Dobbs led. Josh Dobbs led Cardinals, who are as bad on offense as everyone thought they were going to be, and somehow <laughs> still almost beat the commanders. So, on the road. Uh, the Commanders could lose their next two games, and then they'll be down. Maybe they'll switch spots with the Patriots uh, down at there twenty-seven. But that Commander, should... Commanders offensive line, as Pete notes in the power rankings, had major issues. Like that's Sam Howell can run around. He's, he's actually like way underrated in terms of his mobility. But I mean, that's I, I agree with you. I think Commanders at fourteen is a bit like I would trust the Patriots to get to two and one. Like I would, I would, I would prefer the Patriots and Falcons to the Commanders for sure, right now. Yeah. Um, Steelers too high or too low at eighteen. The or fact that they made the rankings is a moral victory, with which I will take. <laughs> um, the Bears. They're too high. I don't know where they are in this list. They're too high. Thirty. They're they're behind. They're, way they're, too high. Way too high. Should be behind the Texans. Cardinals. I mean, you can make the case the Bears are thirty second right now. They're, give. Throw the Cardinals a bone and move them up one. The Cardinals play better than the Bears did. Um, I think the Panthers could be a little low at twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, why? Hey, we're nitpicking here, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, okay. We got close enough to the appropriate time for, for covering the show. Great job, everybody today. Unusual conditions, and yet we weathered the storm of Pete Pete Prisco and his power ranks. That'll do it for us. You're watching on YouTube again. Hit the subscribe button, press the like button, leave a comment. Tell us you, tell us which team you think is ranked too high, too low, or just right. However you want to do it. If you're listening on the audio version, however you get your podcast, give us a five star review. For Wilson, for Breach, I'm Brinson. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow.